Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Geek Vibes This is your host, Chris Patton, and today we have a very special interview for you guys. So give me a moment to introduce Rob Terry, the freak, former professional wrestler for both TNA as well as Florida Championship Wrestling, current real-life hero and firefighter, and one of the stars of the upcoming documentary set to release Friday, July 31st, Generation Iron Natty for Life. How are you doing today, Rob? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. So... The, the title of this documentary, I, I, I love, by the way. Um, so I just wanted to ask, maybe you can give a little description of what Natty for Life means and what all went to the, uh, making the documentary itself. Yeah, so the, the documentary is called Natty for Life. So basically, it covers my journey um, to what's, what's called the Natural Olympia. The Natural Olympia is basically a... Um, a natural bodybuilding federation and the, the show, the natural Olympia is the pinnacle show um, where natural athletes from all over the world get to compete uh, for the title to be natural Mr. Olympia. So it's something natural bodybuilding uh, is something that I've competed in all my life um, since the age of 18. It's probably not something that the, the wrestling community would, would probably know. So in this movie, Generation I and Natty for Life, um, it, it goes into description um, of my journey and everything else and how I got into to wrestling and, and everything else after that. So it's a pretty cool thing for me to sort of get my story out there and just for everyone to understand me and, and who I am just a little bit more. Yeah, and I'm. I, from my understanding, you started working out and training at a very, very young age, for like twelve or thirteen. I did, yeah. Um, Absolutely, I was thirteen. I was thirteen year old when I started to make my physical transformation. But like, like I say to everyone, it was my mental transformation, which started a lot earlier than that. Happened, you know, um, even younger than that. And there were a lot, a lot of things of involvement that, that contributed towards that. Obviously, there was, you know, the 80s was, was the time action movies were, were larger than life. You know, you had all, all the big dudes, Sylvester Stallone, Lundgren, Schwarzenegger, all those guys. Then you had professional wrestling, you know, the WWF. I was a huge fan of that back in the day there. And then on top of that, we had British gladiators. And um, I remember even, even the toys I played with when I was a kid, you know, the, all the He-Man toys were just jacked out of, out of the world. So it was, it was a transformation there early on. That, that really uh, captivated me. And then when I started my physical transformation, which happened at 13, I just fell in love with it. You know what I mean? And all these things in my life and just, um, it was a full combination of just, you know, wanting to look like that and, and, and be one of these larger than life characters, if you will. Yeah. I mean, you are absolutely incre- incredible shape for, for some of our listeners out there that may not, uh, may not have, have gotten a chance to see you in TNA. 
going back and looking at you, you're six foot five, 299 pounds, and I'm just an absolute monster. When you first came yeah. into they, they 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 say they say they say TV ads like a couple of pounds too. So I'll I'll say two I'll say two eighty six six uh, with a lift uh, with a boost. Uh, my, my actual <laughs> weight is two eighty. Um, and I'm, and I'm six foot four, but you know they say TV ads a few pounds to you, so maybe maybe that that's what it was. But yeah, no, that that's my actual weight, and that's what I am right now. <laughs> well, yeah, it's wrestling, so they got to give you like an extra inch and you know, a good twenty yeah, pounds, right? Yeah, you, you know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you came into FCW, um, right? Speaking of being natural, it it was kind of a weird time for WWE in general, um, with some deaths and some things related to steroids, and you being kind of a natural athlete. Um, did that play into them signing you at all? Any of those conversations ever take place? It's an awesome question. It had everything to do with and the relevance of me being there. Um, you talk, you know, people talk about right time, right place. Um, I, I'm the epitome of that. So for me, like I said, you know, and again, you know, people have, they'll come up with stories, how I got into wrestling and whatnot. But the reality is that, being the huge fan that I am, uh, and even I'm well back then, I got the first, and I'm going to go way back, and I apologize to, to, to tell a story like this, but it's just the, the right way for me to do it. So when I was 20, 20, 23 or 24 years old, um, I had the first opportunity to go see a WWE match or, or a live event for the very first time because me and my friends, we'd watch it on TV and we'd stay up to watch pay-per-views until four in the morning. And uh, it was kind of like a hardcore thing for us, you know what I mean? We'd never miss an event. We'd never miss, you know, the, the shows that they put on weekly. And uh, this was the first time that we got to see a show. And that was kind of a cool thing because wrestling was so popular back then that basically there, there were six or seven of us that wanted to go see it. And we both all got on the phone and we were trying to get tickets. And I remember that, you know, they sold out like within 30 minutes. And one of the guys jumped up and he's like, I got him, I got him, I got the ticket. So we, I was on cloud nine. So we, we drove to, I think it's the Birmingham NEC. And um, we went to go see the show. And our seats were um, for the ramp, okay, where the wrestlers make their entrance. And I was bummed. I was like, you know, I don't want these seats. I want seats right next to the ring so I can watch everything. But um, I didn't realize that I probably had the best could have had. So... Uh, the reason for that was that when these wrestlers were walking down the ring, you know, you'd have like Triple H and all these guys, and I was just sizing them up straight up, you know what I mean? And this was the very first time, you know, I'd seen them on the TV. I was a big guy. At that age, you know, I was well over 280 pounds, and um, I was just sizing these guys as they were coming down the ramp. Few of them even came up to me and started talking smack. Um, I remember it was, <laughs> I think, Scott Hall the big show, all these guys were getting in my grill and just, you know, and I just stood on the chair. I took my top off and I was flexing. And I never considered myself a fan like that. You know, I always thought, you know, I'll just sit here quietly, watch the show, really enjoy it. I'll talk to my friends about it, but I never got super hyped up, you know? And all of a sudden I was like, what the hell just happened to you? You know what I mean? And I'm I'm sitting there, my top's off. I'm, I'm dripping with sweat, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm lost in the moment, you know what I mean? And um, I watched the show. I had a great time. And then I remember driving home with my friends. I was in the back. And it was like a four-hour drive. And I remember 
not saying a single word. I didn't say a single word. And, and it was, honestly, one of the most depressing moments in my life because I'd seen these guys do what they do. I'd measure myself, you know, to them physically, and I thought, this is what I want to do. And I have no idea on earth how I'm ever going to do it, but I know this is what I want to do. And, uh, you know, I know there, there was a wrestling school, like a couple of weeks after that, I, I researched, I joined this wrestling school for two weeks. At the time, um, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. Knowing what I know now, um, it was a really bad school. And it actually closed um, a couple of weeks after that. So that was another um, way for me to get into it that kind of got cut off. Then, um, you know, I was sending tapes off to America to try and get into this tough enough thing and, and all that kind of stuff. And I hired, I didn't hire a film crew, but I talked them into it. I was like, hey, guys, you know, you told me doing this. And I was running around this castle in a gladiator outfit, and um, I just looked ridiculous, do you know what I mean? And I, I was <laughs> trying to make this, this thing send off, and nothing came of that, you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, you, you know, I'm a life, lifetime, natural pro, uh, lifetime natural bodybuilder, and it was my ultimate goal, other than being a professional wrestler, was to become a professional natural pro bodybuilder. And in 2006, um, I, I myself to Hollywood, California to compete in an organization to do that. And um, at a bodybuilding show the first day or maybe the day before, you have a weigh-in segment where they, you know, they let you know the rules of the organization, the running of the show and everything else. And um, I was sitting down with my wife and she was talking to another British couple to my left. And then this, this lady comes and sits down to my right. And I'm like, ah, you know, is this girl going to hit on me now? And, you know, my wife's right next to me. And I was like, this ain't going to go down well. And um, <laughs> her name was Jane. And she introduced herself. She said, hey, my name's Jane. I'm from the WWE. And I'm here as a scout. And we're looking for potential new talent. Um, you've got a great look. Would you ever consider, uh, you know, being a professional wrestler? And the second she said that, I my jaw hit the floor. And it did not come back up. It, I was stunned, right? It, it was just one of those things. And um, she said, hey, would you mind coming out of the room and if I film you and you do a promo against Triple H? And I was in a state of shock still. Um, but I managed to, to, to get a promo out. And I can't remember what I said. I just know I was stunned from start to finish. And even when I walked back to my wife and I told her, and then she was just as stunned. Um, and then I did the show and I turned pro and everything else good came of that. But, um, yeah, that's kind of how I got into professional wrestling initially with the WWE, um, after doing a tryout, um, it was like six months later that after that, you know, and I, I kind of started doubting the process because it just took so long in my mind. I thought WWE, everything would happen instantly, but it, it, it didn't, um, and, uh, you know, the first time that I went to Earl's Court, I got invited personally to do a tryout. And, you know, they, they say, hey, you know, use the back entrance and all this kind of stuff. And you see the WWE trucks, the semi-trucks. And that was the first time that everything just became a reality. You know, I'm seeing these huge trucks. And the first person that, that, that introduced, that um, greets me on the way in is um, Vince McMahon. You know, he, not, you know, he was just there. Um, and I just remember sweating profusely, you know what I mean? And uh, my wife was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, that's Vincent, man. And then I started meeting all these guys that, that I'd grown up watching and I was just such a fan and admirer of. 
so it was a really, really cool experience of kind of how I got into it. And, and like I said to you, being at the right place at the right time. That's an awesome, awesome story. Um, I, I love stuff like that. Uh, the, the, I guess a question I have for you is, is for younger listeners out there, anyone who's thinking about getting into natural bodybuilding or just competitive bodybuilding in general, what are some of the, the possible issues, like our starting issues? What, what's a good place to start, I guess I should say? That's a cool question. Um, building, you know, a foundation, um, you know, honestly, truthfully, so a lot of people in bodybuilding and even in professional wrestling, you know, there's a, there's a pressure. There's a pressure of time to, to look a certain way, to be a certain way. Um, easy to, to take a shortcut, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think this, this really motivates me because this generation I am uh, natty for life. I really want to be known. I really want to be an inspiration for for a lot of people to, to, to look at me and all the other athletes in this movie and say, you know, that this is possible, you know, to do it naturally. And I think a huge part for me is that even if you're at an age and you're like, you know, being natural isn't for me, at least give yourself the opportunity to, to, to be natural at your full potential. Okay. Because, you know, natural is something for me that that's never going to change, but I just see way too soon that people will just jump to the enhanced side, like too soon, too fast. And then it ruins so much, for them, you know what I mean, health-wise and everything else, and then they're not able to excel. Um, so just really, you know, just start off with a good foundation of training. Start off with a good foundation of diet. Um, kind of, you know, be, be a student of that, you know what I mean? And then, you know, as you go further down, if you want to compete as a, as a natural, do that. If you want to be a wrestler as a, as a natural, but just give, you a chance, give yourself a chance to excel on a natural level first. That's what I would say my, my advice would be, along with many other pieces of advice to someone that's thinking to get into either professional wrestling or natural bodybuilding or bodybuilding as a whole. Awesome. Uh, I, I guess uh, another question I would have more on the competitive side of bodybuilding is there's always been kind of talks about bodybuilding perhaps being in the Olympics with the style of bodybuilding, the natural style of bodybuilding. Do you think that that's an easier gap to kind of close with the Olympics? 1,000% I do. Um, but I still, there's a lot going against it because, um, and I say that. So for, my, for me personally, my deal was, like I said, I've competed with many natural organizations, okay? Every organization that is a natural federation, you, you have to get tested. Um, but understand that, that some organizations test better than others. So that's ultimately the reason why I compete with the, with the federation that I'm currently with right now, which is the INBA PMBA. And, you know, the reason why that's such a, a big deal to me is because they have the same standard of testing 
that the Olympics has. So that's a big deal for me right there. And, you know, obviously it sounds, it sounds good, you know what I mean, if they're trying to get into the Olympics, but they're, they're, they have that recognition of the same testing. But um, I think with, with natural bodybuilding and in this, this film, um, I, I underwent blood tests as well, you know. So I think, I think having that in natural bodybuilding would be a, such a great thing because we, we in the natural bodybuilding circuit really need to um, satisfy, should I say, the fact that it is truly natural because there, there are a lot of people who still doubt that even though it is natural bodybuilding. So that's kind of a cool thing for, you know, this um, Generation I and Natty They have that inside look to the IMB, PNBA, how they, they run their shows and, and, and everything as to how they regard natural bodybuilding and where they want to take it. So that's a really cool concept, you know, and, and, and I hope everyone checks it out and they, they see what it's about. So, yeah, check it, look, you know, look out for that. For sure, and I'm looking forward to it. And once again, everyone, that's coming out Friday, July 31st, so this Friday. And, uh, Rob, thank you so much for coming on. I don't want to hold you up, uh, but it, it was an absolute honor interviewing you. Likewise. Thank you so much, and I appreciate that. All right, Rob. Have a good one. You too. Take it easy. Bye-bye.